Hey, hello, and welcome to the show. It's me, John Park, and you are here just in time for JP's product pick of the week. It's the weekly show where I find a cool thing from the Adafruit uh, product line and show it off to you. Sometimes it's a new thing. Sometimes it's an existing thing, a favorite oldie from the archives. Uh, But I think what you're probably going to want to do is head over to the product page, which is right here. Uh, Oh, ignore the caw-caw. That was from last week. Uh, I forgot to change that. But this uh, URL and the, uh, what do we call this, QR code, that'll take you right to the product page. Inside the product page, you'll find this video happening, as well as a big, gigantic, huge discount available on the product pick. And you can get up to 10 of them uh, if it's something you really love and want. Uh, Just make sure that you check out pretty soon after the show ends, because there's no coupon code or anything like that. It is just simply discounted during this show. After the show, the price goes back up. The product is still cool. It's just more expensive. So you know how that goes. Uh, So let's let's see. What I want to do first off with this product pick is have Lady Ada introduce it to us. So please take it away, Lady Ada. We have a new Stemma QT board. This is an arcade, LED arcade Stemma QT um, breakout, which lets you connect up to four arcade buttons with LEDs built in. Um, and here, thank you. It's a wonderful uh, video of Jelly showing off our um, 23 millimeter arcade buttons. Um, and they have LEDs in them. And um, we had some people who were doing projects and they're like, I want to make your MIDI fighters or I want to make an arcade interface. Um, but before you know it, you're using a lot of PWMs. You have a lot of inputs. Um, could you make a version that makes it easy to control these? And in addition, um, our red and yellow um, LED arcades and other LED arcade buttons often need five volts for the LED. They're, they're not designed for three volt logic and power. And so there's a little mini boost converter on there that'll convert whatever voltage that's coming in uh, to five volts. So even if you're running this off of a Raspberry Pi or you know an RP2040 that's a 3.3 volt logic and power board, Um, the LED will be lit and PWM'd with five volts. So it's I squared C to four button inputs and um, four PWM LED outputs with five volts max current drive. There is a resistor in series. So if the LED doesn't have a resistor, you know, don't worry, you're not going to blow out your LEDs. It's it's like super safe no matter what. Okay, and you want to show it off? Yeah, I thought I'd show it off. So um, this is the same, you know, I think it's one inch by three inches that our... um, other, you know, the Neo key and the Neo slider. So it's kind of a, you know, DIY interface uh, using all the same size PCBs. Um, here I have it plug and played into a Stemma QT port on a Cutie Pie. Um, and there's a little microcontroller with four address jumpers. And this is connected over I squared C. And it's reading um, the button press. And you can see it's pulsing the LED PWM and 8-bit um, PWM number from uh, zero to 255. And you can see how responsive it is. Like That's even nice. though this is over I squared C, the button is red and the LED is written is, is happening pretty much instantaneously. Do we sell those wires? Yes, these are arcade quick connects. Um, they're great for connecting to arcade buttons and micro switches uh, very easily. Um, no soldering is required, which is why I, I particularly like this for if you want to add arcade buttons, you just, you, know, you just plug the JST XH connector in and it's polarized. And then on the other side, um, these, I mean, they're, they're, they're a tight fit on purpose. 
I kind of don't want to break um, this. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I don't want to break it, but yeah. it's, if you use pliers, you know, they pop yeah. right off, but if you're using your hand, I don't want to, you're not supposed don't. to yank by the cable. We're, don't do know, what I just the, did. The, the demo gods are treating us nice tonight. Let's, yeah. not, let's not tempt it. Um, so yeah, the, you don't have to use these small LED buttons. We also have ginormous ones, um, but you'll just make, you want to make sure you have the right arcade quick connects for whatever size button you've got and uh, LED uh, okay. socket. We have yeah. a new Stemma QT board. This is an arcade, LED arcade Stemma QT um, breakout, which Whoops, I didn't set that to hold, so it's going to loop on and on forever. Uh, but yes, that is the board. It's, uh, let, me, let me go ahead and grab mine, in fact. I'm going to jump down to this overhead, and we have a, ooh, we got a fancy velvet uh, mystery box this week. So uh, let me go ahead and open that right up. This week's product pick of the week. Ooh, it is the LED 1x4 arcade button board that's right the led arcade button one by four board in stemma qt format uh this is let me switch cameras again uh this is terrific this is again part of our line as lady ada mentioned of boards that you can use to build an interface so we have sliders we have uh uh, neo keys uh, for mechanical key switches and now we have these arcade buttons so uh, imagine if you will hooking up arcade buttons before the era of this it was a lot of wiring you have four wires per button with these uh, lighted buttons uh, because you've got the switch and you've got the LED and keeping track of those can be a bit of a daunting task this drives the uh, LEDs with PWM, this reads the switches, and it handles it all with that little Stemma QT uh, connectable Seesaw chip. So the Seesaw chip takes care of all the digital I.O. on this board, all the PWM on this board, and then it just uh, is receiving and sending messages back and forth to your microcontroller over Stemma QT. So let's uh, take a look, in fact, at a little bit of a demo. Uh, let me switch back down to this camera here. And I'm going to take a couple of arcade buttons here. And you can see I've got these little quick connects. And I like to mark mine so I don't uh, put them in the uh, wrong slot here. Now, these are polarized, so you won't get uh, ground and power messed up on the LEDs, which is good. But the bottom one here is LED. And the top one is for the switch. And that's all it takes to connect up one board right there. I'll go ahead and connect up a second one just for fun. You can do up to four on each board and then you can daisy chain a bunch of these boards together and get lots and lots of LEDs. I'll show you an example of that in a second. So uh, one of the things I love about this is that it is a no solder system. So you can plug in arcade buttons without doing any soldering at all. If you're using something like this little microcontroller here, this is a QD Pi RP2040. It has the Stemma QT connector built onto it so we can just plug into the board and again your connections are made with zero soldering so i'll go ahead and put power to this this is running circuit python and i just have a simple uh bit of code on here that will just light up a button when i press it and the uh code for this we have pwm code as well actually i'm not using any pwm fading in this example like you saw in lady Ada's example i'm just lighting them uh, up or not. The um, ability to 
add multiple boards is terrific. Also, the ability to use some of our other bigger switches. So in sort of part two of the demo, I have this here. This is a little button box. Let me move my camera a bit here. Get a bigger view of the world. This is a button box I had built for a project with some funky different uh, button types. And inside there, I've connected them up to another of these arcade button boards. And then I just have my little Stemma QT cable running there. So what I'll do is plug that in to this board. And I'm actually gonna go into the code and enable the second board. So these are on I squared C. So you need to, you need to tell it you're using multiple I squared C. So if we jump over to this Adam view here, I'm just gonna uncomment two lines here. And now it's gonna look for a second uh, I squared C device, which means we will have the second uh, board available. So now you can see when I press any of these buttons here, uh, we get them to light up and the first set, those are still working as well. Uh, these, by the way, allow, allow us to uh, quick connect as well. Even though they have some different sizes of cable, we have three sizes of cable connectors for the, uh, the terminal lugs available. So no matter which of these uh, lighted switches you get in the Adafruit store, you'll find we have connectors that'll uh, terminate in that JST two pin there at the, at the bottom of the board. Now, uh, I mentioned that we've got a uh, ability to put together a project that has a whole lot of these in it. And in fact, this one I built, you may recognize my arcade MIDI controller and synthesizer. This one has a uh, set of four of the boards inside of there because we're using 16 buttons and then I'm doing joysticks separately. Uh, so that's a real mess of wiring if you're uh, trying to keep track of that and drive that. Just the sheer number of PWM pins that you would need uh, gets to be pretty high. So it's, it's a, a real benefit to be able to use this board which drives the LEDs on PWM and it does all the digital I.O. So let's take a look at just a little bit of the code here. Um, and on the way to that, actually, answer a question from the chat. Todd asks, what's the biggest button Adafruit sells? I forgot to, did I grab one? Here you go. Good question, thanks for asking it. Uh, I believe that's the biggest one we sell right there. Uh, and in fact, let's, uh, let's take a moment and plug that in uh, just so you can see that one at work. So what I'll do is, let's see, if I've got the right cables for it, let me go to uh, overhead again and show you this uh, assembly in action here. Let's try to focus a little better. Get that out of the way a bit. So these have a quick connect pair for the switch that is this sort of medium size connector. And that's how easy it is to plug those in. And then these switches are really nice because they actually color the, the plastic based on positive and negative side of the LED. So if I take uh, the larger size connector, the darker wire is ground, so I can plug that in right there. And this side can go to positive. And now again, since that polarity is keyed to uh, what I just did there, there's no 
No way to plug that in wrong. That'll go in, famous last words, right? That'll go in correctly there and there. And now I've got big, huge, giant button uh, there with the LED built into it. Um, so taking a look at the code that's doing that, you can see here, uh, let me jump back to this view. So I'm importing, the, the kind of key things I'm importing are my digital I.O. so I can read pins and Seesaw so that we can do it on the board. So the, the little uh, arcade board is a Seesaw board. And I'm importing the digital I.O. there as well. Then I'm setting up the I2C bus on this microcontroller, which is actually on the second, second bus. And then I instantiate each of the boards. I have two boards, so I call them Seesaw, I2C, and give the address. On the bottom of the board, uh, you'll see here, we have some little jumper pads that all you need to do is take a, a small knife and scrape away the connection between two of those to change the address. So you can set a whole bunch of different addresses on these to get up to like 32 of these boards or something like that. Um, so here I have them on A, uh, sorry, 0x3A and 0x3B. Uh, and in fact, these don't conflict with the uh, slider board, I think. I think these are on uh, pretty distant um, addresses, so you can, you can mix and match a few of our input uh, types of Stemma uh, seesaw boards. And then I'm setting up uh, the button pins on the board. So these use, uh, these little arcade boards use pins 18, 19, 20, and 2 of the seesaw chip for uh, digital I.O. And they use pins 1, 2, 3, and 4 for the LED PWM. Uh, and so I set those up as buttons. I set those up as outputs for the LEDs. And then my main loop here, you can see it's just dead simple. It just reads through every button uh, constantly, which is why actually you're seeing I have a little bit of a delay on these. Uh, it, you can do this much smarter and, and faster uh, with things like button masks, but I'm just kind of pulling each of them and there's a little bit of a hit in the seesaw code for that. And whenever one of those values goes to high, then I set the uh, LED to high as well, or, or vice versa. So that, uh, if we take a look at the web page here, that is the, uh, the board. If you refresh your page, you should see that we've got this half off right now, so $4.98. You can look through here for a bunch of info on the boards. Uh, as well as links on the side for the different buttons, some of the different buttons you can use, as well as the cables you can use. And then if we scroll down a bit, you'll see uh, here's a project link for my arcade synth controller, and there's this primary guide. If we click on the primary guide there, that'll take you to a lovely uh, pinout and tell you how to use the board. Uh, it does have, if you uh, for some reason want to use soldered connections, you can. You don't have to use the JST Quick Connects if you're trying to make a, maybe a, a more compact build. Uh, you'll see that there are actually pins broken out on here um, for the LEDs and for the buttons. And this is one of the newer boards we have, Seesaw boards that uses the ATtiny 817 microcontroller, which is mentioned here. And uh, this also goes through and tells you about the different addresses that you can set this to and, and how to pick the jumpers for that. Uh, so let's see, I think that does it. Um, let me jump back over here for a second and we'll take a look 
over in our YouTube chat and our disc in our uh, Discord. Let me know if you have any questions uh, that we can answer here. Yes, yeah, Susan says this is always this. Is, I've always wanted a mission control panel. This is great. Uh, look at this, this lucky kid here with this mission control. This is great for driving this type of a project uh, without going uh, bonkers with all of your uh, connections that you have to make and, and uh, finding that many pins to use. Uh, so, yeah, Rich Sad says, not sure what to do with them, but maybe an instrument of some sort. This is, this is uh, yeah, really great for doing things like MIDI fighter, uh, which, which Lady Ada mentioned, which is uh, usually a three by three or four by four grid of uh, arcade buttons. Uh, all right, well, I think that's gonna do it. Let me unplug uh, this right here. So I'm gonna disconnect the power to the USB on the microcontroller. And look, everything is plug and play. You can just pop everything off like that. Uh, I had a little piece of wire ready to hang this. What way we wanna go? How about like that? So set this like so. And that is the product pick of the week. It is the LED Arcade Button 1x4, which is a Stemma QT-based seesaw board that requires no soldering to hook up your lighted arcade buttons to your project. And that is the product pick of the week. Thank you, everybody, for stopping by. Don't forget, you can head over to this URL right here if you want to pick up some right now while the discount is in effect. I think we had a, well, a few, maybe over somewhere over a hundred of these ready to go in the store when the show started. So hopefully they're still in stock and you can grab some. Uh, thank you everybody for stopping by for Adafruit Industries. I'm John Park. This has been JP's product pick of the week and I will see you next time.